0: And it's just one of those things, one of those things you can't explain, one of those things that's the beautiful thing about soccer and then the, the bad thing about soccer. But at the end of the day, I think the most important thing was that we won. The team came through, the guys had my bag, Drake Callender made an unbelievable save and then he went on to win it. And I mean, no, in the moment, I, I felt terrible. I felt like I let the team down all the hard work that we had put in to get ourselves into the final, to get ourselves a first hardware. You know, it was a difficult moment, but I had the support of my teammates, you know leo sergio jordi deandre everybody everybody knows in the locker room what i've given up for for the team and they all backed me up and at the end of the day the most important thing was the dub and to get the trophy and to of course celebrate and lift it so that was that was a beautiful thing but for sure for sure roller culture of emotions
1: welcome back footy family this is the episode 59 of the footy pod and we're recording here from the mesquite arena On Saturday, December 23rd, where the Texas Outlaws are playing host to the Dallas Sidekicks in a local MASL derby. And taking the honorary first kick at tonight's game was former FC Dallas homegrown talent and the player with the single most appearances for Inter-Miami with 78 games to his name, none other than Victor Uloa. So, of course, we had to get him on, ask him a few questions. So, appreciate your time, sir. Nice meeting you you formally.
0: Thanks for having me on, man.
1: I appreciate it. I did want to ask you about kind of your time coming through the FC Dallas Academy um, because that was, you know, when the professional academies, MLS academies had, had first started. DA was brand new thing. So can you just kind of talk us through your, your progress going through the FC Dallas Academy and then your transition into the first team?
0: Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, like you said, it was a brand new program at the time. I don't know if it was 2005 or 2006. It was one of those years. Uh, FC Dallas had open tryouts. They were they went out on T V and they said, Hey, like, whoever makes our team, they basically won't have to pay anything in, in terms of trips, yeah, yeah, sign me up for like, that. So I mean for me it was a big step in my career, uh, especially for my parents. Yeah. Because they sacrificed a lot to take me everywhere at a young age and it was my turn to hopefully try and help them out in some way and still be able to play the game that I love. But I joined the team, uh, I was there for four years. Uh, it was one of the happiest times of my career i think for my development they helped me out big time you know we set the foundation and the culture for that club and look at how successful it's been for for years so i'm proud to say that i was a pioneer in there in that program uh transitioning to the first team we were one of the first homegrowns the first four uh signed in 2010 i was 18 years old and making the transition was difficult you know we all believe in we all think that we're the best players on our teams growing up, and maybe that is the case for some and maybe not for some. But when you get to the MLS, it's a different animal. It's a mm. different beast. The speed of level, the speed of play, the physicality, physicality, everything. Every aspect of it is just a, a different beast that you are definitely not prepared for, but you think you are. And I think it's part of being young, you know, yeah. having that hunger. So we definitely had that, but it, was, it took a lot of work. It was hard work. It was a lot of grind. And a lot of the same stuff that we had been doing in the academy. Just keep working, keep that strong mentality. And finally, I was able to break into the first team. I signed in 2010. I didn't play for three years. I had my debut in 2011, and I didn't play after that until 2014. That must have been tough. 2014. So for the first three years of my career, I was just training. I was playing reserve games. But I kept going. I kept grinding. I never gave up. I had a strong, strong support system in my parents and my family. But more than anything, they helped me with my mentality. My mentality was strong. It was there. I had a saying that I said before, and I haven't said it in a while, but it was, uh, you can bend me, but you're not going to break me. And I had that type of mentality throughout that that tough time of my career. And finally, when I got an opportunity to play on the first team, I took advantage of it, and I was ready. I was prepared. I had been working hard for it. And from then, you know, I, I went on to play. I've been playing for 13 years now. I just finished my 13th year. And proud to, to have been part of my journey, man. I, I wouldn't change a thing. A lot of times you think back, and you're like, ah, maybe I should have. Gone to school. Maybe I should have taken a scholarship to a college and then got drafted. But no, man. I think the experiences that I that I got in those difficult times really made me learn. Really made me learn and really taught me about sacrifice, about hard work, and it helped me with the mentality that I have today. And that's so clear to see just
1: from this short conversation. You know, like you can see the professionalism in it, and it's such a good a- example for you know young players. And and you've been such a good example for them that have looked up to you you know coming through FC Dallas and and like you said being a pioneer there and then you were obviously a pioneer in in multiple places after that too so we have some some mutual friends I was telling you before that you know we were watching your your recent game uh, you know with Miami in the League's Cup Final first final in the in the history of the club a lot of publicity around the event and and just so much going on Um, you know he, he tells me that he gave you a little little shout before the game hit you with a good luck shout so we were real excited to watch the game and you know it's how finals usually go, very competitive. And you go to the penalties, right? You're in the game at this point, you get your moment, you have a chance to win the game at the end. Penalties missed. So I just wanted to ask you this right up front, get straight to the business. What was kind of like your mindset in that moment? What was what was going through your mind, missing the penalty? And and you know, was was there anything said from uh those guys in, in terms of you know words of encouragement or any way that they acknowledge you to kind of like keep your mind right in that moment
0: no nah, man definitely a tough moment in my career like you you mentioned it was all there for me to for the glory you know to win the first championship being the longest standard player like i had an opportunity to do it but unfortunately that's how soccer is uh and, and this time is it was my turn to miss in the moment i felt like i wanted the earth to eat me up man you like, look confident yeah, no, no, no. Stepping up to it, I felt great. I felt confident. They asked me I, right away. My decision was, yes, I'll take it, absolutely. We'd been training them in practice, and I'd been on. And it's just one of those things, one of those things you can't explain, one of those things that's the beautiful thing about soccer and then the, the bad thing about soccer. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I think the most important thing was that we won. The team came through. The guys had my back. Drake Callender made an unbelievable save, and then he went on to win it. And, I mean, no, in the moment, I, I felt terrible. I felt like I let the team down. All the hard work that we had put in to get ourselves into the final, to get ourselves a first hardware, you know, it was a difficult moment, but I had the, the support of my players, the support of my teammates, you know, Leo, Sergio, Jordi, DeAndre, everybody, everybody knows in the locker room what I've given up for, for the team, and they all backed me up, and at the end of the day, the most important thing was the dub, and to get the trophy and to of course. celebrate and lift it, so that was that was a beautiful thing but for sure for sure roller coaster of emotions and if you've been close to that level you know you've experienced it there's so many ups and downs
1: and and when once you get to that level it's players that really can manage that and and stay balanced through all the lows and the highs that ultimately like create the most longevity in their career so for for the question really is for you know younger players that are coming up like what would be your advice to a player that 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 finds themselves in a similar situation because at one point or another, it's going to happen to every player. You're going to miss a penalty. You're going to miss, you know, a chance. You're going to, you know, miss a save as a goalkeeper mm-hmm. in a crucial moment. But, you know, that's part of it. And so how do you, how do you just manage that within yourself going through those, those times, especially, you know, if you're not quite as experienced like you
0: are? No, I think you, you said it well. I think the most important thing and the, the biggest advice I could give anybody is don't get too high when it's going good and don't get too low when it's going bad. Yeah. I think the beautiful thing about this sport, and it's a little bit cliche maybe, but you always have another opportunity, and you're going to have another go at it, and the most important thing is that you give it your all, and you do whatever it is you're going to do with confidence and with decision. You know, we step on the field wanting to play great every single game, but that's 22 players plus the substitutions. You know, it's not going to happen for everybody. So that would be my advice. Just keep working, stay humble, and don't get too low when you're doing bad, and don't get too high when you're... When you're doing well, because it was instantly
1: a race. Like you know, I think it was two kicks later that you that you win it, right? We went we went to the full 11, the full oh, Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. you were you were the fifth taker. I was the fifth,
0: and then you go all the way to 11. We went to 11. So you're just sweating that whole no. time. Like this whole time, I'm just like, oh, please, no, no, no. I I mean, I was like, don't lose, no, come yeah, on, yeah. come on. And I was so nervous. I mean, I think I was before the the penalty shootout, I was okay. I was a little bit nervous, but you know it was just normal things that happened during yeah. those type of, of games but afterwards no it was absolutely chaos my of course the once you wind, win the it, all the emotions is i have was crazy yeah yeah so what was like i would say since since you did
1: go on to win how do you think your mindset was affected in that sense if it had been the other results right if you ended up losing the match like how do you think that would have affected you You know the next day and 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 the weeks after
0: no i think for sure i mean even though we won mentally it still took a toll on me you know i was i was stepped up and i wanted to make it and i didn't so uh, it helped that we won yeah but i can imagine if we lost i think uh, mentally would have been the the toughest battle to overcome but again i've been playing for a long time and i've had a great support system i've been able to do like protocols and little things myself to where i don't get too low you know i'm gonna have another opportunity i gave it my all i stepped up to to score i did it and it's gonna be it that's how soccer is written you know if it if it was perfect and everything went well then i think it would be boring that's the beautiful aspect of the game i mean you see the the emotions from the champions you see the emotions from the losers yeah and going to pks i mean what an unbelievable game we both deserve to win that's the reality but i mean it, it felt nice it felt great it helped a lot that we won and again, my family just the support of my family and my friends and my wife, especially at home, you know, knowing that they always have my back no matter what. I think that's that's huge. Having a support system is huge. What do you think is is next in the cards for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a free agent currently. I'm I'm looking for a team. I'm having conversations with uh, different teams to see where my best fit might be, and and hoping that I can I can hop onto one of these MLS teams or or where it is that I'm going to play and and get to work. You know, I've been training, I've been staying fit, and. I'm ready to work. I, I still think I have a lot to give, and uh, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to, to another season.
1: You got, you know, loads of experience. Like you've been in the league for a long time, so surely someone is looking for a player like you that can come in and 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 contribute in some way. Uh, looking forward to seeing, you know, where you land next, and, and just looking forward to following, continuing to follow your career and seeing the type of impact you can continue to make. So. Victor, thanks, appreciate man. your appreciate time, it. man, and
0: yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. I really appreciate the talk, man. Of course, thanks of course. for having. Me.